It's Monday. It's a morning. <laughs> oh, baby, it's macabre. It's macabre, baby. <laughs> Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre with Scones and Darcy. I am Darcy. I am Scones. Motherfucking Scones. <laughs> and we're going to the moon, ladies and gentlemen. Apes strong together. Keep those diamond hands and hold. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk <laughs> about spooky, creepy, spooky stuff. And, uh, and dump all relevant memes for you at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, and we always we just get through the the relevant GME go brr memes and uh, what a billboard! Here we are. What a world to live in! What a bi- I am, dude. That it's it's a bananas uh, time to be uh, in the stock market. I'll tell you that right now. Did you see the meme where it's like? <laughs> Next semester, like business teachers are going to be like, all right, and here comes in a wealthy investor, Piss Gremlin 69, to talk about uh, how to invest in stocks. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the uh, it's I got some shares. I'm really hoping uh, it doesn't end in just utter catastrophe. We'll, we'll find out. Yep. And we've learned that Reddit is the most powerful shadow government on the planet. Yeah, we're the it's the largest hedge fund. <laughs> Wall Street Bets is the largest hedge fund there is. And if you don't know what we're talking about, well, read a book. Check out anything on any website. Turn on any last, screen. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you see a selling a screen, just just tap at it. Just tap at it. Today is one of those Mondays <laughs> where we go. Hey, it's a new month, baby. <laughs> Ooh, February. February. Now, do you say February or do you say February? I say February. This is the important stuff that we have to get down to. See, Let's my birthday is this month. His birthday so, is this month, boys. And Larry. It's a pretty uh, pretty big deal. I am having a nobody. Oh, well, here's. Okay, so it reminded me. As I was coming up to my birthday, I was like, oh, remember birthday parties? Those were fun. But remember parties in general? Those were fun. And then I thought, my daughter's not going to get the opportunity to have a first birthday party. And it was sad. <laughs> I say boo that. Just rent out an entire trampoline park for just you and her. Yeah, she'll be like, I still can't really walk yet because I'm only a year, but let's go. It's and fine. I'll just fling her on the trampoline. Yeah, just double bounce the shit out of her. <laughs> Send her to the moon. Just like those GME stars. She's going to the moon. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were heading there. Oh, jeez. All right, guys. I know you're here for these kinds of things. Let's get to... Uh, Scone's going to be bringing you... Something, something just. I'm the macabreista, and I got uh, these fresh grounds that I'm brewing up. Uh, these I was tipped yeah. off about these grounds from longtime listener Ryan Benson. He knows oh who he is, boy. and Patreon member tipped me off to the mysterious story and disappearance of Emanuela Orlandi. Oh, that's Emanuela right. Orlandi. Band, play us in and put a little stank on it. Hey, thanks, Stinky Band. Today I'm going to be reading from an article on allthatsinteresting.com. I love me some All That's Interesting. Uh, the, the sites All That's Interesting and Atlas Obscura need more attention. It's like half of this podcast, <laughs> yes. more than half. They are amazing. <laughs> yeah. And really, yes. like, if it wasn't for Sling and Dingers, like, having me in a death grip contract, maybe I'd go broadcast for them. But, you know, Sling and Dingers, gun to my head. I'll keep reading. 
Well, from the mafia to a Vatican pedophile ring, the suspected culprits behind the 1983 Emanuela Orlandi disappearance make this a truly chilling tale. This article is by Marco. That's a strong start. Oh, yeah. This article is by Marco Margaritoff, published March 15th. Her name is Margaret Margaret Margarita. Yeah, it's Marco Margaritaville. And he's wasting away again, writing a sick article about the disappearance (laughs) of this poor girl. Emanuela Orlandi has been missing since June 22, 1983, when this 15-year-old daughter of a Vatican official was last seen after a music class in Rome. All right, this just got way more interesting immediately off the bat. Oh, yeah. So she lives in the Vatican City. That's... Could you imagine growing up in Vat, like Vatican City? You're just like, this is home to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds super scary. <laughs> yeah. All the secrets. I mean, no offense to anyone that's listening that's Catholic, but man, the Vatican's a sketchy-ass place. But boy, is that scary. <laughs> and also the subject of a lot of horror and mystery movies. For a reason. Theories surrounding Orlandi's disappearance have seen amateur sleuths point the finger at culprits ranging from the Catholic Church to the Mafia to a Turkish fascist group. Whoa. And though the mystery has never been solved and her body has never been found, the case has gained renewed attention thanks to chilling new evidence, Dars. Oh, what is it? Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. No, say it now and then we'll end the podcast. I want to (laughs) know. I can't wait. I'm jumping at the bit, Sconey. So let's get to the vanishing of Emanuela Orlandi. We thought we were in the safest place in the world, recalled Emanuela Orlandi's brother, Pietro Orlandi, of their Vatican upbringing. And though they lived in a small, tight-knit community where their father was a powerful official, their home turf proved anything but safe on June 22nd, 1983. 1983. Do 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 synth music. Uh, Rubik's Cubes. Uh, Rubik's Cubes. Rollerblading. Shoulder pads. Pink and blue color schemes. Sunglasses that are, that are huge and cover most of your face. <laughs> Z- uh, um, not Zumba. Zumba? No. Th- no, what's the, what's the one where they're wearing the... <laughs> Jazzercise, thank you. Jazzercise. R- Zumba's literally just modern day jazzercise. It's 21st century jazzercising. Jazzercise has evolved. It's become sentient. It is now. <laughs> it's adapting to our ways. <laughs> Jazzercise is the Agent Smith of the real world. For sure. She'd been taking flute lessons three days a week at a local <laughs> music school, and that's precisely what she was up to on the day that she vanished. She made it to class and called her sister afterward, but never showed up back at home. That call to her sister was the last known contact anyone had had with Emanuela. Ooh. Okay. She was officially declared a missing person the next day, and the investigation was now underway as a number of tips quickly rolled in. You said she was 15? She was. Okay. Two tips in particular, one on June 25th and another on June 28th, seemed like they might lead investigators in the right direction. So let's get to this first one on June 25th. Sure, sure. The first caller, referring to himself as Pierluigi, which is (laughs) Italian as fuck. Wait, wait, wait. Pierre Luigi? Pierre Luigi. Yeah, Pierre Luigi. All one word. That's awesome. <laughs> Wait, all one all word? All one word. Pierre Luigi. Oh. Do you think he goes by Luigi or Pierre? Uh, I think he goes by... The mystery is just getting more and more deep. <laughs> Isn't that... Okay. Pierre Luigi said he'd seen Orlandi in Rome that day. 
and actually provided details about her flute and her clothing that made investigators believe he might have been telling the truth. So he's dealing those those deets. He's dealing dirty he's deets, some, and they're done dirt cheap. <clears throat> he's got some DD DD. He's got some double de- deets. Uh, oh yeah, dirty double deets, and they're done dirt cheap, for sure. <laughs> he added that the girl was calling herself Barbarella and had run away from home Whoa. to sell Avon products. Dude, another MML, MLM victim. Wait, hold on. Avon products. I need to look up what that is. I didn't do that before. Avon is like. Um, they're like, what's the other? Uh, oh, it's like cosmetics like, and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a they'll come to your place and be like, hey, here's a bunch of oh, fucking like Tupperware party kind of things. Yeah, yeah, kind of. She's basically trying to be Uncle Rico and sell door to door. Yeah, she's just trying to make that 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 side. The, she is the side hustle grind, dude. <laughs> it's the gig economy. She's just he's, gig economy. She's just at it, dude. So Ava, uh, she was trying to sell Avon products, and it's something Orlandi had mentioned to her sister before disappearing. So both of these things from this anonymous tip matched up to what she was wearing and what she, you know, like they checked out. The second caller on June 28th told authorities that he had also met a young woman similarly named Barbara who had run away from home. So weird coincidence. This man claimed right. to have seen her at a bar near the music school lending some credence to his story. There's bars in Vatican City. I was just thinking that seems that seems maybe they're just like, yo, uh, holy <laughs> wine only, baby. Yeah, <laughs> 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 y'all want to drink Jesus blood? Come on in. The second, uh, oops, sorry. But then, wait, ooh, wait, 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 wait. I figured it all out. Okay, this is it, folks. We're what? gonna end it if he this has is it. it. I've, I've, vampires drink blood. Correct. Blood of Christ. Yes. Are Catholics vampires? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning Boys in to Monday Morning Thanks for Monday Morning for the week. I mean, if you're a vampire and you need to get some blood in you, just every Sunday you got a free you got free blood every all over the place. Easy peasy. Go up and get that blood from that lady who's like 90 years old and also... Uh, yeah, and then like they... Uh, dude, that was the worst part. So let it be known, I was an altar boy for about 10 years. Uh, grew up a Irish Catholic guy. Motherfucking and, uh, same, dude. And... So I can say that about Catholics because I'm a Catholic or was raised a Catholic or whatever. I was not an altar um, boy. Didn't make the cut. So, yeah, I had to stop when I was too tall for the dresses. You know, the, the, the robes, like my knees were popping out and I had like sick, cool ass, like Healy shoes. And everyone was like, hey, we can't have that. We're like, dude, you can't rock a mini skirt in here. You're an altar boy. But the thing that always grossed me out the most was the fact like, everybody's lips like they wipe it away with like just a dirty cloth that everyone else's mouth has now touched it like does not it is not good it is not hygienic not at all and people will do that till the day they die <laughs> and that's the uh that's the dars backstory update but ooh we those wafers anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> couldn't get enough After- it's just like lays chips i'm just like i got to get back <laughs> up yummy, to yummy, yummy. you got dip for this <laughs> You should get the ones with ridges. The stronger can hold more dip. <laughs> Jesus, tell Anyways, Jesus. Dip and get the scoops. Tell Jesus' body should have ridges and a little cheese dust on it. <laughs> Smooth ass skin of this guy. Is that offensive? I don't know. We're Catholic, so I feel like it's okay. I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> honestly in this day and age. Who knows? Who knows? But then, who knows? After the first two tips, subsequent tipsters started talking about a conspiracy theory to kidnap Emanuela involving a Turkish terrorist group called the Grey Wolves and their plan to kidnap 
badass. In exchange Orlandi um, for one of their own, an assassin who had been what? imprisoned for shooting the Pope two years earlier. Wowzers. Wow, that is a wild change of events. What if it was like a Turkish assassination group called Avon Products? Also, I think that's a bad strategy being like, hey, this girl who's learning to play flute, she's equal exchange to a guy who tried to kill your highest <laughs> ranking person. Yeah, this is a fair trade. It's like if you kidnap some random hey, here's American. Here's a 1994 Honda Civic hatchback, <laughs> and I'm going to trade you for a sweet Lamborghini. You can give us the president of the U.S. because we kidnapped this one dude at guitar lessons from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> but boy, can he shred. Perhaps there was no more in this case than a teenage girl who decided to run away. Boo, let's go to the theories about Emmanuel Orlandi's disappearance. Yeah. Not boo is in, oh, I mean, that's probably the best case scenario that she's all right. So right. hopefully it's hopefully. that. But for the sake of entertaining you, the listener, let's get into the theories. Let's get into the wacky wild theories. Besides those involving the Turkish terrorist group, there is no shortage of intriguing theories surrounding Emanuela Orlandi's disappearance and her presumed death. With the Vatican and the surrounding area, a hub of both religious power and mafia power, those groups Ooh. most often came under suspicion. Honestly, before I read this, I didn't know the mafia how often was mafia just, and religion intertwine. Dude, no one's a more devout Christian than mafia people. I swear to God. <laughs> true, true. Preach, sister. The mafia theories largely revolve around a Rome-based criminal syndicate known as the Banda della Magliana, led by Enrico De Pedis. De Pedis. <laughs> Enrico de P-E-D-I-S. You said that in like the most white dude way ever. What? Enrico de Pedis? <laughs> it's like Brad Pitt in... Uh, <laughs> Brad Pitt in... Uh, Z- um, Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> Gorlami. Yeah. His last name is literally Xenon's catchphrase. Enrico D and then P-E-D-I-S. Pettis, Pedis. It, no way. It, it sounds horrible. Like it does not sound like a cool last name no matter how I say it. No, yeah, that's that. You're getting made Pettis. fun of. Enrico de Paytas. Yeah, it's yeah. You can't get out of. There's no like. I, there's nothing you can do about it. Paytas. Like, I'm Tony Circumcisio. Like you're fucked. Circumcisio. <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna have a bad time. Ruthless crime boss Tony Circumcisio. <laughs> <laughs> The theory states that the syndicate had loaned large sums of money to the Vatican Bank, but were not being paid back what they were owed. So they decided that taking a, Vatican's official, a Vatican official's daughter for ransom was the way to get their money back. They're Wall Street mm. betting the, yeah. the Vatican Bank. <laughs> they, short, they shorted their daughter, and now they're trying to short squeeze all the stocks up of... Yep. Anonymous tips to authorities have come in supporting this theory, and DePetis' one-time girlfriend later went on record claiming that <laughs> he told her... <laughs> I love being an adult. Oh, man. So his girlfriend later went on record claiming that he told her that he had indeed kidnapped Orlandi. However, hard evidence is thin, and a police search of the gangster's tomb, which one tipster claimed would contain DNA evidence proving the theory, turned up nothing. Took a DNA test, turns out he's 100%. That bitch. Oh. Even when he's crying crazy. No, but also this gangster definitely had power if he has a tomb. Yeah, you don't just get a tomb. Unless you're a... a, Yeah, like, tombs and mausoleums are reserved for hashtag rich or powerful folks. Especially, like, in an ancient place like the Vatican City where they're probably running out of room to bury people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They just turn them into statues when they die if you're just a regular person. They actually just reanimate you. 
<laughs> yeah. Yep. Confirmed. The evidence for the Grey Wolves theory seems to have been more seems to have more evidence behind it. That's a bad sentence. Grey <laughs> and it should be ashamed of itself. God damn it. <laughs> Gray- you are a bad sentence. Grey Wolf member Mehmet Oh, there's a G with a smiley face above it, and I do not know how to pronounce that. <laughs> Wait, it has a smiley face like above the, it? Like a literal, without the eyes. Like a smiley french fry? Yes, like a like a, a, a small U above a G. I don't know how that's phonetically pronounced as a dumb English speaker. Wait, is it an umlaut? Only. Sounds like an umlaut. No, umlauts are two dots, aren't they? Yeah, but it's like over a U, so it looks like smiley. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, it's literally a G with a U above it. All right, I think we're getting into this a little too too. I deep. don't think we're digging deep enough. What is going on? Maybe this is it. <laughs> Wait, a smiley face. <laughs> Emmanuel Alandi definitely <laughs> smiled before. This is all adding up. <laughs> so, Grey Wolf member Mehmet Ali Agka okay. had tried to assassinate Pope John Paul II in the Vatican on May 13th, 1981 shooting him four times, but not managing to kill him and was captured immediately. That's one of those popes where I can see people being like, wait, maybe he is religiously powerful. (laughs) True. Four bullets and was like, yikes. And he's like, I'm good, baby. (laughs) Several anonymous calls to authorities in the weeks following the disappearance suggested that the Turkish terrorists were holding Orlandi in hopes of exchanging her for Agka. Okay. One particular set of calls from a man identified by authorities as... In quotes, the American, end quotes, Whoa. due to his accent, even identified the June 25th and June 20th tipsters as part of his organization and spoke of an actual plan for the exchange for Agka within 20 days. However, okay. the Vatican didn't take the call seriously and nothing ever Sick. came of it. Love it. Again, I wonder if they didn't take it seriously or if they were just like random girl well i shouldn't say random but like girl random in girl music class versus guy who tried to assassinate our leader not even trade in their eyes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah especially if he like said he knew about the two tips beforehand right yeah that would be where i'd be like mm. so let's get to the very macabre part and horrible part yes but perhaps the most let's. disturbing theory about orlandi case states that the vatican local police and regional lawmakers had a plot to kidnap young girls like Emanuela Orlandi and force them into sexual servitude. Yikes. These sex parties, the theory claims, also involved foreign diplomats, the Telegraph reported. So we got like a Jeffrey Epstein kind of situation here. Yeah, this took a turn I did not want it to. Nope, it's horrible. The allegation isn't entirely dismissible. As the one who came forth with it was Father Gabriel Amorth, the Vatican's chief exorcist was appointed by John that's Paul II title. himself. Dope title. Also should be taken very seriously because it seems like he would know what's happening. Amor yeah. said Orlandi was sexually abused and eventually killed and disposed of. Ah. Super horrible. Again, they probably got Is away this the end? <laughs> Are we just done now? Nope, we're certainly not. All right, good. This was a crime with a sexual motive, he said. Parties were organized with the Vatican. Ooh. This is a word that proves Scones doesn't read a lot. Uh, gendarme? Uh, gendarme? G-E-N-D-A-R-M-E. Oh, no, don't worry about it. It's a fr- it's, it's, it's French police. Is that actually what it is? Wait, why the French police? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, here's the deal. It is French in, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Origin. 
Ah. It's a military force with law enforcement duties among the civilian population. Yep. Oh, John. Da- okay, it's gendarme. Gendarme. I yeah yeah yeah. yeah. A dinner okay. gendarme, yeah, yeah. and I rolled the best weed. You ever heard? I yeah, it's it one of those times on. where you're like, I've heard the word, I've never seen it spelled. This is one of those times. Snoop Dogg. Gendarme. Uh, so a Vatican gendarme would act as the recruiter of the young girls. The network involved diplomatic personnel from a foreign embassy to the Holy See. I believe Emanuela ended up as a victim of this circle. But whatever the motive, Orlandi's family has been largely focused on recovering her remains and finding some kind of closure. And plenty of those kinds of tips have come since 1983. Bum, bum, bum. So let's get to the Vatican City Bones and the Mystery of the Angel's Crypt. A Dude, Vatican City Bones? And the, it's my favorite, <laughs> my favorite roller derby squad. And the Mystery of the Angel's Crypt, my favorite novel. <laughs> Over the nearly four decades... Boxcar... Children. Yeah, the boxcar children. Great book. What a book. What a book. What a book. Ugh, all right. Listen, Christians, you want to talk about a good book? Pick up the boxcar children. <laughs> Put down that Old Testament and pick up this new boxcar children book. The new Bible. Ooh, stores now. Over the nearly four decades since Emanuela Orlandi disappeared, authorities have followed countless leads and fielded scores of tips in hopes of finally putting this mystery to bed. And perhaps no tip was more exciting than that of the 2019 letter claiming to reveal her final resting place. Mm. Orlandi family lawyer, Laura... Ooh, that's a name. L- Laura. <laughs> Just Laura. S-G-R-O. Scro. Seagro. Laura Seguro. Laura Seguro. Laura S. Tom Seguro. Tom Seguro. Laura Scro. Yeah. Received an incredibly ominous note early that year that contained a photograph of a tomb beneath the Vatican. So in the mail, she's got an anonymous note. Ah, that's not good. The note had directions with it. To look where the angel is pointing, in reference to the marble angel guarding the crypt in question. This is some Da Vinci Code shit. Yeah, that's crazy. The anonymous tip garnered the attention of the Vatican's highest-ranking officials. Again, I don't know why you would go to them... (laughs) god damn (laughs) the people who like ugh the spokesman Alessandro Gassotti 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 chiming in on the diplomatically chiming in to diplomatically address the situation I can't confirm that the letter by Emanuela Orlandi's family has been received said Gassotti and the request it contains will be studied that's okay. news for let's cover it up because we're a bunch of assholes. Because we're a bunch of assholes. What made this tip especially intriguing is that the scientific tests on the tomb following the delivery of the letter suggested that the tomb had been opened at least once recently enough for Alandi's remains to have been stashed inside. Jesus. Furthermore, in a letter to the Vatican, Scro said that she had been able to, in quote, Verify that some people knew there was a chance Emanuela Orlandi's body had been hidden in this tomb. End quote. Again, going straight to the people who could cover it up. I don't understand why. Yeah. Yeah. The site also has a picture. This is just a good note. There's a crowd outside the Vatican participating in a candlelit vigil for the 30th anniversary of her disappearance. So there's enough people in this part of the world that care about it and want justice for this girl. That sucks. There was even additional evidence that the unidentified visitors had been frequenting this particular tomb as flowers had been left behind at the site. 
However, all that well, all that was left to do was search the crypt and see if the remains of Emanuela or Landi were actually inside. <sighs> when the Angela letter came to light in 2019, it wasn't the first time that the Orlandi family had gotten their hopes up thanks to an anonymous tip. Most recently, the family collectively held its That's breath sad. when the Vatican discovered human remains on its property in October 2018, only to be left disappointed when the remains turned out to belong to an unrelated victim. Sadly, this is what happened once again in July 2019 when the search of the tomb turned up no remains. So we're, this is ongoing investigation. Sure is. There were no human remains nor funerary urns, said Vatican spokesperson Alessandro Giussotti. The tomb led an expansive underground space that was completely empty and had no remains. Again, I don't like that our only spokesperson is from the inside. Yeah. It seems like we're asking the mob about what the mob did. Yeah, yeah. it's like, hey, you guys do anything sketchy? And they're like, no. And you're like, okay. Listen, I'm a spokesperson from the mob. I know something bad happened, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the Orlandi family who had been searching for the missing girl's remains with much dedication and patience for nearly four decades, it was a huge blow. Huh. Big sad. We expected Big everything sad. today, but not to find two empty tombs, said Sagro on behalf of the family. We want to know why we were sent there and why there was nothing. Probably because you fucking said you were going to look there to all the people who were coming. Ah, jeez. For his part, <laughs> older brother Pietro Orlandi said, Pardon me was relieved that Emanuela was not there, adding that his family had gotten used to the illusions and disillusions of this wild goose chase. I don't know how Pietro is finding closure in disillusion, but anyway. Still, yeah, that's he said. This is this whole story is is just very macabre and sad. <laughs> well, that's kind of the Catholic way is to just be like, I kind of like not knowing anything <laughs> or not talking about it ever. Still, right. he said, I was surprised there was nothing at all. Can confirm. But though nothing was found, it remains noteworthy that the Vatican showed a sudden change of heart in terms of their cooperation in this matter. Probably this is from Scones because they got rid of all of the possible evidence. You ever <laughs> noticed Scones doesn't trust the system? Pietro Orlandi yeah. said he asked the Vatican multiple times to assist I in noticed. the search for his missing sister and was, quote, positively surprised when they finally gave in. For the first time in 36 years, the Vatican has concretely done something important, which, quote, signals a change of position. He explained hmm. that when he asked Pope Francis for help in 2013, he was merely told that his sister was, quote, in heaven, and that was that. Yikes. Big yikes. That's probably one of the biggest Big yikes, yikes. <laughs> ever. There's a lot of yikes out there, and that's one of them. You could just, like, say that about any kind of victim of any kind of crime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty true. Vietro Orlandi even speculated that the Vatican's refusal to help seemed like a, quote, admission that there is a possibility of internal responsibility, quote, end quote, on their part. But even when the Vatican's cooperation, the case of Emanuela Orlandi's disappearance has once again gone cold. But the search will continue at least as long as the missing girl's family is around to keep hope alive. Even if there was nothing to be found, Pietro Orlandi said before the tomb was opened in 2019, it cannot be the end of the story. Well, that's... Uh, I feel so bad for the family. Like, so I can't imagine... Like, you're in the most... Uh, conspiratorial place, like, in the world. And probably surrounded by people who are would never, like even entertain the thought that the church that they like literally right, runs their right, state right, right. and that they're probably devoutly part of did this. Could do anything wrong. Yeah. What theory do you believe, uh, Darius? We got Turkish gray wolves. Uh, we got the mafia. I don't think. And we I got, think it, I think it, um, I don't, I just think it ends bad. I don't think it's like a swap, swap that like 
She's. She, I think. I think it's. I don't think she's alive. I'm definitely on the last the pedophile ring thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think pre Jeffrey Epstein, I maybe would have entertained the other ones, but my American mind might have been like, yeah, no, people do that. Fuck this. <laughs> like it's definitely that. True. Yeah. I think that's all. Yeah. I think that's uh. Uh, it's one of those like most likely scenarios is probably true and unfortunately I think that's the most likely scenario also I've seen the movie Spotlight and if you've seen that movie that should be yes, enough <laughs> I have Mark Ruffalo was like <laughs> I love Mark Ruffalo can we have an episode on Mark Ruffalo he's not macabre <laughs> or anything he's great but Monday morning Mark Ruffalo that'd be amazing I'm in I'm subscribed unsubscribe resubscribe well I think that uh there's probably like we could probably do like a whole like seasons worth of like the Catholic Church through the history doing so having crazy shit happen. Right. And imagine the crazy shit that went on like in the Middle Ages or something where like there was no right. investigation and like they had total right, power. Right, right. Ooh, it's horrible to think about. Big yikes. Big yikes. But uh it's not Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, is Monday. So you don't have to go to church. Amen. Hey. And instead, you can follow us on our socials. Hell yeah, follow us. MondayMorningMacabre.com, MMMacabrePod on Twitter, MondayMorningMacabre on Instagram. And if you are a Patreon listener, go look for that uh, that Sweet Sweet Patreon episode that'll be dropping today. And we got merch. Uh, and we got merch. We got merch. If you want to get a t-shirt, hoodie, uh, fanny pack. I don't think there's fanny oh, packs. Oh, dude, you just got me so excited. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. I know Scones loves his fanny packs. I like to put all my uh, macabre evidence in fanny packs. But uh, check that out. Help support the show. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, if you guys if you guys have uh, suggestions of your own, send them over. Who's stopping you? Huh? We're the awkward kid at the, at the ball standing in the corner who doesn't want to dance. And you could be like the, the outgoing... Uh, a uh, school crush who comes over and is like, "Hey, come on out on the dance floor," and we're kind of yeah. awkward, but we reluctantly go, and then we found a whole new outlook on life because of it. Exactly. Wait, hold on. Can I play this video? Will it come through the mic? Leave this story you're telling me. It's macabre, <laughs> and that's all. <laughs> and there's the soundbite. The story you're telling me. It's macabre. <laughs> That's the new official soundbite. I don't know who that man is, but uh, <laughs> yeah, if he wants to get, get in touch with us, please do. <laughs> or his representation, we'll fight you tooth and nail at court. Thanks again for the suggestion uh, from Ryan Benson at Ryan Benson author on Instagram, and thanks again to the author of that article. What did I say his name was? Gonna go all the way to the top. It's Epstein Jeffries. Yikes! No, it's Marco Margaritov. Oh yeah, Margaritaville. <laughs> Wasting away again, away again and have a good Monday. Bye. Bye.